0: This is Digital Pathology Today. Now here's your host, Dr. Joseph Anderson. In this digital transformation of pathology, much of the focus is, of course, on the imaging of histologic sections or glass slides which were previously viewed under the microscope. It's often easy to forget that the examination of the specimen begins much earlier in the process, in the gross room, or even in the operating room. Welcome to Digital Pathology Today. I'm Joe Anderson. Our guest is Vikram Bhutani, CEO and founder of CubTech, whose passion is developing transformative specimen imaging and specimen radiography systems that enable medical professionals to provide the best quality of care for their patients. CubTech has developed a range of advanced specimen radiography systems that provide high-resolution specimen x-ray for the biopsy suite, the operating room, the pathology gross room, and even the morgue. In addition, CubTech specimen radiography systems include proprietary workflow management tools to help reduce turnaround time as well as labor costs. We're gonna be talking about the history of CubTech from its very humble beginnings, what the digital transformation of radiology has meant for imaging in other parts of the hospital, specifically the pathology gross room as well as the OR. We discuss the critical role of the pathologist assistant in the diagnostic process, the value of specimen imaging, and how it can impact cost, time, and efficiency, Finally, what does the future hold? How will 3D imaging enhance what we do and ultimately bring better care to patients? Vikram Bhutani, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, my pleasure. Yeah, nice to have you here. I think we focus on digital pathology, so I think it'll be interesting to get your perspective and hear about CoopTech and everything you do there. So uh, maybe first, just tell us a little bit about the history of CoopTech, how, how you got started. I know you have an interesting founding story.
1: I started CoopTech 15 years, well, 16 years ago. Now it was the proverbial starting it out of your garage kind of thing. It was in uh, in the spare room in my house. I was looking for a job and I couldn't find a job. I can tell you the amazing connection to pathology in all of this. I made some calls around uh, where I lived and uh, a local hospital said they were looking to buy a cabinet x-ray system. One thing led to another. I got an order for two cabinet x-ray systems. They were looking to buy one. After meeting with me, uh, they decided to buy two. And the first one we delivered went into the gross room so the first cabinet x-ray system that cub ever built ever went into a gross room
0: okay that's an interesting story so you started first with kind of a focus on radiology is that right
1: i came from a company that was a manufacturer of x-ray systems primarily supplying them to the department of defense and things like that completely non-clinical my wife and I had a 3-year-old son and we decided to take a break and you know January of 2005 we went down to Disney Orlando for a break and I had a friend who had retired and was living in the villages thing and he said you know there is not many competitors in clinical and digital is just happening to clinical x-ray since uh, you have a lot of knowledge about digital x-ray this could be interesting and so You know, sometimes you know what you need to know, but you need somebody to give you that little push. He was like, don't worry about it. If you have a problem, I'm here. I'll be happy to help you. I came back and uh, started making some calls. That's how I found this local hospital. They said, why don't you come meet us? I went to Kinko's. There was Kinko's back then. And I printed uh, a PowerPoint presentation. I I hadn't built a machine. I went to to meet the gentleman in purchasing. He said, I want to give you the order just because you came to meet me. Because the other company faxed me a price list and said, call us when you're ready to purchase a machine. That really drove in the importance of customer service right there. They ended up buying two machines, decided to put one in pathology. And so the first machine we built did go into the gross room in pathology. I'm sure your audience will understand this. What was available back then was a cabinet with a four inch by four inch imaging area. And the first machine we built had an eight inch by eight inch imaging area. So back then, it was revolutionary, you know? I mean, they they couldn't buy something that was that big to be able to image an entire mastectomy in a single image. And then, that was in 2000, and five and then in 2006 we got an order for a system with a 17 inch by 17 inch active area again we were the only company in the world offering this everybody else was still doing four inches by four inches and i remember this because that was the day um, my wife also came and told me that we were going to have a baby girl And the age of that machine um, was as old as my daughter, till two years ago, we replaced it with a new machine. I have, from the start of the company, I've always had a very special personal attachment to pathology.
0: Oh, that's great. So your daughter must be about 15 or 16 now. She's 15, yes. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great story. So so it sounds like you started off in the in the radiology space, but fortuitously you came you got your product into the grocery room. So what are we talking about? We're talking about plain film mammography, was your first product? Specimen mammography? The
1: reason it started in radiology was because there was film, right? And the film processor was always in radiology. So the specimen had to be brought to radiology. So these cabinets only existed in radiology. Well, once digital happened, the cabinet could be placed anywhere. Pathology realized, why do we need to walk to radiology to image it? It's automatic. I don't need film processing. I can place that cabinet in the gross room. It's the same thing that the OR realized, surgery realized. We don't need to take the specimen from the OR all the way to radiology, because it's digital. The image is instantaneous we'll put a cabinet in the OR. So that's how the specimen mammography has grown beyond radiology. And the images can be sent to the radiologist over the PACS system, which is the imaging network within the hospital. The cabinet, the hardware does not need to stay in radiology.
0: We are becoming the beneficiaries of this digital technology. Since that time, have you uh, noticed an uptick in pathology groups incorporating uh, specimen mammography or other digital imaging systems for their gross room?
1: Absolutely. LIS software systems are growing. The presence of LIS is growing. The capability of LIS is growing. As that happens, they're looking for more and more equipment to go digital and integrate into the LIS system. With our digital x-ray, we've added other features, other tools to make the pathology assistant's job more efficient and easier and also do things like integrating images into the LIS. Again, we're the only company that offers the ability to integrate the x-ray image into the LIS. We're the only company that offers the ability to acquire an optical image and an x-ray image on the same system and then integrate the two images with our proprietary blender feature, and then be able to send these images to the LIS. The pathologist could be sitting anywhere in the world, just access the information on the LIS, which could be on the cloud.
0: This is a tool that's gonna be used, that can be used in the gross room. What types of uh, specimens would you use imaging for?
1: The number one specimen is the breast specimen, but we do see applications for our systems for a variety of other specimens. I mean, they do bones when they're doing um, decalcification. They need to figure out if they've decalcified the bone, and an image can give you that information instantaneously. There is a legal requirement to do fetal autopsies in most U.S. states. In the old days, this was something I was told by Dr. Regula at Stanford in California, He said that pathologists or the pathology assistant would have to take the fetus in a brown paper bag to radiology after hours to x-ray it to fulfill the requirement, which was not the most comfortable thing to do. Well, now with the digital system that can be placed in the gross room or in the morgue, the fetal autopsies can be done right there. It saves time, it increases efficiency. It's just the right thing to do. We maintain active relationships with our customers, a lot of them obviously are PAs. We learn from time to time because now the system is available in the gross room. It's so much easier to look at any specimen they need to or want to. I remember somebody telling me they X-rayed a lung and found a tooth in it. Things like that, that chances of you having to take that to radiology to to image it are close to impossible but because the system is in the gross room it is so much easier to just take a quick image I and mean, taking an image takes a few
0: seconds there's a lot of uses it goes beyond just uh, breast specimens lumpectomies or mastectomies but can be used for many specimens and i think it's interesting as how as now pathology goes digital what the parallels are going to be between pathology and radiology and how the specialties may become more intertwined. From an economic perspective, is there an opportunity for pathology to bill for procedure, so to speak, or to bill for specimen imaging?
1: Unfortunately, there is not. But the savings of having a system in terms of just the time, I'll give you another, I'll share another uh, story with you. I was in Boston at a hospital uh, many years ago, and a pathology assistant came to me with a bucket And she said, this is a mastectomy specimen. I need to find the clip. Can you imagine the PA going through that entire specimen, trying to find the clip without an x-ray image, and then being able to do that x-ray image in the gross room in 10 seconds, 8 seconds, 20 seconds, and just get the exact location right there? They can measure on the on the image. They can use the you know the optical imp- image superimposed on the X-ray image, and know the exact location of the clip of the cancer that then they need to generate blocks with. You also can reduce the number of blocks you need to make. There are savings all around. I mean the increase in efficiency and the value of the X-ray system as a tool to the pathology assistant. I mean you can't overstate the value of that
0: so we might not be able to bill just yet but it certainly enhances what we do it makes the pas more efficient more effective and then we can you mentioned we can integrate these images into the lai system maybe give us a a feel of of how that could work are groups integrating gross images into pathology reports or is it uh, something that would go into the patient record how are how are groups using that
1: most extra images are in DICOM format. Our system has the ability to save a copy of that image in a non-DICOM format because the new LIS systems can accept DICOM, but the older LIS systems would accept only a TIFF or a JPEG. We added a feature to our system that it saves a copy of the image. The name of the image is the case ID and it saves it at a, any remote location of the users choosing on the network once it does that the LIS system just goes in and picks up the case id and attaches the image to the folder for that case id so when the pathologist opens up the folder to generate the report to write the report the information is already present from our system they get the optical image They get the X-ray image, 2D and 3D, if they have a 3D system. And they get uh, the blended image, which is the integrated image with the X-ray and the optical image combined.
0: Tell us, so what is Image Blender?
1: So that is
0: a proprietary
1: tool that we developed. um, And it has been a big hit, again, with pathology assistants around the world. When the system acquires an X-ray image, it simultaneously acquires a high-resolution optical image of the gross specimen. The user, post-acquisition, you get this window that pops up with a scroll bar at the bottom. To the left end of the scroll bar, you can see the X-ray image. At the right end of the scroll bar, you can see the optical image. And so you can scroll between the X-ray and the optical view and have you know a partial optical and x-ray image combined it's almost like the superman eyeglasses
0: wow superman glasses <laughs> <That's>, Yeah, <laughs> that sounds exciting okay so we're able to juxtapose or view these images simultaneously what impact does this have on kind of the daily workflow for the pathologist assistant or the pathologist who may be grossing cases How are, how are they going to incorporate this into their daily routine
1: it really is a great time saver the other value to this is the optical image, every growth specimen needs to they need to acquire an optical image. In some of our newer systems, they don't need to acquire an optical image on a separate optical imaging station. They could acquire the optical image in our system and it would save them the cost of buying another optical imaging station and also the time of taking the image from the extra image. Uh, x-ray system to the optical imaging station the blender itself above and beyond the optical image capability locating your uh, clip locating the tumor if there are any microcalcifications it's a lot easier to spot it on the x-ray image and then see exactly where that is on the optical image because what you're seeing sitting next to you on the bench is the is basically we see an optical view of the specimen. So being able to correlate the optical image and the X-ray image makes you know the work
0: life a lot easier. Certainly makes things easier. So what about 3D imaging? We kind of view images and many times in pathology and radiology as two-dimensional, but what about 3D imaging? Are we gonna be entering into a, a whole new world of being able to visualize things in 3D?
1: Yes, absolutely. In fact, we have recently introduced a system that will do 3D images, and this is proprietary technology. We're the only company in the world that offers this capability to do 3D tomosynthesis of the specimen, and 3D tomosynthesis is what all 3D mammography systems use worldwide. We're the only company in the world that offers this for uh, specimen imaging. What it does is provides one millimeter slices of the X-ray image through the specimen at the end of the acquisition if you see a clip it will tell you not only can you see the clip in the 2d view just looking at the screen but it tells you the depth of the clip in the specimen so if it is a mastectomy um and and it is 40 millimeters in height it'll tell you that the clip is from 18 to 24 millimeters from the top So again, it saves you time, it improves your efficiency by giving you much more accurate information about the location of your region of interest.
0: Adding that third dimension, I think really gonna help us in terms of locating the area of interest or the clip um, as, as the case may be. Now, tell us about CubTech's involvement with the AAPA, American Association for Pathology Assistance. Uh, the PAs seem to be kind of the group you probably work with the most in terms of getting this equipment into the gross room and getting their feedback in terms of how it's working for them in actual practice. So, so really, what's your involvement and commitment there?
1: Before I talk about that, I just want to, if I may, give a shout-out to Paul DiGennaro in Bridgeport, Connecticut, as he was the first PA uh, responsible for the first system that we ever built. Having said that, obviously, uh, we've had uh, a long relationship with the AAPA, and we would show up at the annual conference every year and have a little booth, and till a few years ago, I got a call out of the blue from one of the organizers of the conference, a little frantic, that one of their platinum sponsors, they were gonna cancel the sponsorship and uh, they were very concerned. Well, we put up our hand right away and said, we will be more than happy to be a platinum uh, sponsor because uh, we are committed to our relationship with the AAPA. And uh, we've continued to be a platinum sponsor every year since then Um, and very proud of it. I, I, I strongly believe that the PAs are the unsung heroes in the contribution to the healthcare process. Everybody talks about the surgeons and the radiologists and sometimes even the pathologists, very rarely about the pathology assistants. If it wasn't for the contribution of the pathology assistant to the process, it wouldn't be the same.
0: Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. I think the the PAs play an integral role, you know, and often overlooked, kind of as the step in between the surgeon and the pathologist looking at the glass slides. But I think the gross examination is critical. So it sounds like your relationship with the AAPA, I think, is mutually beneficial. I think one, it's it's great for the profession to avail them of the latest technologies and give them the opportunity to incorporate new technologies into the gross room. And then I think by the same token, it allows you to grow CubTech and other imaging providers really to come up with new and innovative tools the PAs can use. Vikram Bhutani from CubTech, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, Before we wrap up, maybe tell us what what excites you and how do you see the field evolving in, in the next 10 years or so?
1: We definitely see the increased focus on precision medicine, throughout healthcare, you know, the growth in AI, everything is getting digitized. You have digital slide scanners, you have all these things happening. I am nothing if not an innovator at heart. So I am really excited about the new things we're doing with our specimen imaging systems. Who would have thought 15, 16 years ago, this box that takes a 2D x-ray image, like a plate, is now doing 3d giving you an optical image incorporating ai letting you do measurements all these tools that have been added voice recognition we have uh voice commands that we have with our systems we have a long list of uh, um, product attributes that we're working on and the features we're working in line with improving the precision of the technology incorporating ai and just you know, working towards developing a more efficient and a more useful system.
0: An innovator at heart. I, I like that. Yeah, and I, I'm i with you. I think a few years ago, who would have even imagined where we would be today? And I think we're on the verge of something big and a huge opportunity to integrate these technologies. Uh, well, Vikram Bhutani uh, from CubTech has been our guest. We'll see you next time on Digital Pathology Today.
1: This has been Digital Pathology Today. Please be sure to subscribe. Thanks for listening.